I love the tire rack. The wheel racks? Yeah, the wheel racks on there. Dude, it's so convenient and nice. Didn't you install one like too high at one point? <laughs> <laughs> I had a eight wheel tire rack, which fit perfectly Damn. over there. I had It had to be above that door because oh, otherwise no. the door wouldn't open. I installed it <laughs> just so the door could open. And I'm like, sweet, looks good. Go to put the wheel up there, doink, it hits the ceiling. Are we filming? Yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Martini Works podcast. I ate Alex. So what we did instead is we got our good friend, buddy, old coworker, whatever you want to call him, Jake Spence. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad you decided to come on the podcast with us because you got a crazy garage with like more BMWs than anybody else I know. Yeah, that's for sure. Like <laughs> my neighbors think I have a problem. You do have a problem. So. <laughs> What we'll be doing today is we'll be talking about a bunch of different stuff. First of all, I think we'll get into, like, is a project car worth it? Because I don't know anyone else better to talk to about project cars than you right now. And then uh, we'll get into some stuff about, like, Euro versus JDM. Because although there's a sea of vehicles, I do not see one Japanese domestic market vehicle no. in the area. So Not even in the vicinity. I wonder where my boat was made. Oh, yeah. That probably, might, probably that's probably America. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like boats are, like, America. Yeah. <laughs> You don't buy a boat from China, do you? Uh, I bet they got boats. Well, they in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, they have a, what's that? It's one of the boat uh, motor manufacturers. Mercury. Mercury. Yep, that's a big one. That's yeah. right in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. But anyways, speaking of boats, we have a 135i here that <laughs> I haven't seen drive in a while. Um, oh, man. So, Jake, t- tell us about what project cars you got going on right now. Okay, so... I have this 135 that I've had for eight years. Holy um, shit. I've never owned a vehicle that long. Yeah, this one's definitely taking the cake, but it needs a motor. So I, that's the old motor over there. That's the new motor over there. I'm just finishing up, <laughs> buttoning up that new motor before we drop her in. And she'll be on the road in the next couple of weeks. Okay. A couple of weeks? Yeah, well, I I've heard that a million times. All right. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what other BMW? I can see two more BMWs just sitting here. Yeah, so we've got a 335 that is our like third daily driver. That thing kind of rips, though, low key. It's low fast. Key rips, yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't look like much, but no. she scoots. Uh, back there, we've got a really ugly green teal. 335 as well. Yeah, it's Brown. like gray, but not. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to tell under the three inches of dust that are on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that one's actually got upgraded turbos and supposedly making about 500 to 550 wheel. Holy shit. Needs a radiator. Jeez. So she's been parked for a minute. And then over there, we've got the Swamp Monster <laughs> that I saved from a junkyard down in Georgia, I think it was. 11,000 miles on a 135, just like this one. And it's a long ways. You yeah. had to ship up here or what? Yep, sight unseen. Haggled with the guy. He wanted like four grand, and I wanted to give him like 2,500. You lowballed the shit out of him? Yeah. And it Damn. worked? Yeah, it worked. Oh, God, you got to be careful. Sometimes <laughs> it works, sometimes yeah. you piss some people off. But um, okay, so a lot of cars going on. I, I guess in this predicament i don't see a lot of them moving around yeah. but i want to talk about getting a project car do you think it's worth finding cars that have been through some like extreme <laughs> shit to get them at a low cost do you think it's worth it 
If you have a daily driver and some extra money, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, if it's going to be your only mode of transportation, I would highly suggest staying away <laughs> from that idea. Or if you think you have enough money, then you might want to come back and sleep on that and then think again. Okay, okay. What, what advice do you have for someone that's buying a car sight unseen? Get it cheap. <laughs> cheap. Get it as cheap as yeah. you can. I'm a firm believer that <laughs> as long as you get something for rock bottom price, I mean, you can't go wrong. Absolutely. I mean, that's a fair argument. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. What about you? you you've kind of got yourself into a project car a little bit. I mean, with the... I mean, the 240, at least, it, it runs. But, I mean, yeah, everything else yeah. about the car is a project. Yeah, it, it is an ongoing, drivable project, for sure. Oh, he's got to throw that <laughs> word in there. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, like that. The but D it, word. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you can drive it, but it's really uncomfortable, and you're worried about it breaking all the time, and, you know, I'd rather not have that. But, but you got um, it for a good price. I did get it for a, a decent price, considering, considering the market I was gonna at say, the time. Yeah, at the yeah. time... You could buy anything and you'd be paying at least like four grand. Yeah, the days of like thousand dollar two forty shells are just non existent anymore. Yeah. And no. Especially one that's running, they're going for gold. Those are expensive. So I mean, what if you just bought a car that's good to go right out the gate? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> that's no fun. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> That sounds yeah, like that's something what, you do when you're like 50 years old. Yeah, yeah, that's what the daily driver's for. Like that's why I got the three twenty eight. Like yeah. that's just I can you know, getting then I don't have to worry. I think about it. getting a project car is the like one of the main reasons I ended up even getting the Supra because I had the 20th anniversary GTI. True, and I had so many that guy issues <laughs> with it. the showbox, <laughs> the child showbox. Yeah. My mom. So <laughs> you want to read it? I see it. Do you want to read it? It looks like a child's <laughs> showbox. Said my mom. Where is that picture taken? It was on Downtown. Instagram, and I was a little bit under the influence when I read the comment, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to make a fucking t-shirt out of that comment. And it's people think that I fucked up, but that's how it was spelt on the comment on yeah. the post. So a lot of people want the t-shirt. I don't know why. I, I don't know why You're I wanted the t-shirt. missing an opportunity. Yeah, right? I guess yeah. so. But um, getting this car taught me that I didn't want a project car. It was nice. Like, and it was satisfying to find something broken, fix it, make it nicer again. Mm. That is extremely rewarding. But when it just keeps happening and yeah. happening and <laughs> happening and just beating you down, I, because I initially I wanted to get an FDRX7. Um, mm-hmm. And then I realized I didn't want to do that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. Like seeing all the the bullshit you went through with that car alone, yeah, getting into something like a rotary. That's from what I'm saying. Japan, I know with like, an unknown history. It'd be really sick, but <laughs> I was like, I just want something new, and that's gonna work. It's gonna yeah. turn on, and I can go yeah. drive it down to Tennessee or drive it back from Texas, mm-hmm. and not even think twice about it. I gotta yeah. tell you guys, it's kind of nice driving a car around. Yeah, it's nice having a car to drive. <laughs> the one car that's not here, that's you know my F80 M3 is yeah. that car. Yeah. I do really like that car. That thing's gorgeous that but i mean yeah one out of five vehicles or four vehicles that's uh it's not bad it's a percentage yeah i think it's Low six i have six bmws oh my god one yeah. out of six run well that one or runs two oh, out you're of right six. you're right okay sorry third one's not here but that one runs that one runs these two definitely don't run you I'd could do say it we're at a solid like 45 percent. yeah runs <laughs> and being able to drive five <laughs> minutes are two different things though <laughs> Like, I could fire her up, but, like, taking it down the road, 
that's separate. Yeah. That's, well, I know, I know you got one that you listed for sale. So you just sell one, your percentage go way up, yeah. you know, you're setting yourself up for success. I don't see the Listen, problem. I just, I don't know how you don't have all these driving for five minutes because you got one of the craziest garages <laughs> ever. You have a million tools, yeah. tons of toolboxes, lights, a fucking lift in your garage. That's and these are the bare minimums of what a BMW owner needs. <laughs> if you don't have three this, cars <laughs> yeah, I mean you're in trouble. So what you were describing before with that car—that's just Euro stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is Euro stuff, which I think will lead into our next segment. Well, when we get into Euro versus JDM, but we won't hop into that yet. Tell us a little bit about what you've done to this garage because I know this is like a newer house you picked up, and then you did a lot of the stuff in here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been super fun. I think I found a new hobby of mine is just kind of like tinkering around and transforming spaces so when we moved in here this garage was literally a blank slate there was there was drywall and plaster so there was walls and a ceiling thankfully but then everything else um i've done so epoxy floor well actually these days they don't use epoxy anymore they still call it that oh, it's oh, sure. called polyaspartic coating because oh, I, I guess the difference. yeah epoxy yellows over time oh, oh okay no this, i like this, this it looks good. really good uh, a bunch expensive. of Husky cabinets, black ceiling, which was super controversial. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you just took all the light out of there. You're not going to be able to see what you're doing. <laughs> Is uh, that true? No. Oh, I mean, you can it, see fine? it did darken the space, but with enough light, I mean, in the white walls. Yeah, you got some cool lights up here, too, yeah. on the ceiling. Yeah. Everything's so like rig. Yeah. And I don't, I never thought about, like, coming in here thinking it looked dark or anything. I think it was... It looks nice with the black. I mean, you kind of had that in your last garage too, right? Well, checkered. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the checkered was definitely too NASCAR for me. So we went <laughs> just straight black. But yeah, I've lost track of like what I've got going on in here. There's a lot of stuff going on in here. Okay. This took like six months. It didn't all happen in yeah. a day. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you can't drive the cars, might as well mod the garage yeah, okay. where yeah. you keep them. Exactly. What's one thing everybody needs for their garage that they're missing out on? Oh, Come on, man. garage man. If you live in Wisconsin, I'm just going to go ahead and say a heater. Or if you live anywhere yeah. up north where it yeah. gets cold, like yeah. if you don't have a heater. That was a game changer. Yeah, for sure. I remember we were uh, looking at houses uh back when we were searching around shopping for a house in the garage was kind of a big deal and it was like anyone that had like a heater like in the garage was like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna look a little further into this house yeah. you know because otherwise it was like nah i don't want it don't want it but it was like anytime there was a heater in the garage or it was slightly nicer it was like all right we're gonna we're gonna take our time yeah, looking I, through I, this one we got we got 10 minutes instead of five because the housing market was going fucking crazy and you got like 40 people looking at a house at once but Oh, yeah. Heater is a game changer. Mm -hmm. I even used your garage in the winter because yeah. you had a heater. You were able to plastic dip your wheels. Yeah. Professionally. I would say my favorite garage mod that I also have personally. Well, the pressure washer is super nice, but yeah. I love the tire rack. The wheel racks? Yeah, the wheel racks on there. Dude, it's so convenient and nice, especially as a guy that has multiple sets of wheels. Because mm -hmm. wheels take up so much they damn do. space when you're not using them. And to just roll them up and get them out yeah, of the way. Even if you like, you got that shit high as hell, though, in here. <laughs> My God. So the cabinets, I needed them to be higher oh, than the cabinets. Okay. Oh. So I was kind of screwed because now it requires a ladder and those are big 20s. And yeah. I've definitely didn't hurt you, my uh, back before. Didn't you install one like too high at one point? <laughs> is that, oh, is that, oh, do, I, do I remember yes, seeing you, that? So, <laughs> so over there in that corner, I had a eight wheel tire rack, which fit perfectly Damn. over there. So I got That's it all, I got it all installed and, uh, 
I had to install it. You see the door? I had it had to be above that door because oh, otherwise no. the door wouldn't open. Yeah, right. So I, I installed it <laughs> just so the door could open. And I'm like, sweet, looks good. Go to put the wheel up there. Doink! It hits the ceiling. I'm like, I did all that work. Oh that no! Sucks. And I can't put it. And people are like, just lay him up there flat. And I'm like, bro, that's, but that's, that's the whole yeah. point of it. You got an eight wheel rack and you can fit four on it again. Yeah. yeah. So well, it looks good now. So did you would you spackle the drywall? And yeah, I had a cleaner up. I had to spackle the drywall, repaint, um, all sorts of different things. But two safe racks. These are on Amazon. Like they're like they're cheap. They're not even that much. They they're like good. seventy bucks. They're worth it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, even if you stack right. them up in, like, a corner and stuff, like, that corner, you got to get to it. If yeah. you need the wheels, it's, like, it takes up a lot more space. So, yeah, getting them off the ground, just out of the way, that's the move. Mm-hmm. I still have, like, four drugs. sets in the basement, though. So. <laughs> exactly. I'm the same way. I yeah. have multiple sets yeah. in my basement, too, so I need some more. These are decoration at this point. Wheel racks. <laughs> I, they look nice. I, I like what you did with the place. You got that new toolbox with a million tools in it. And, Got engine stands and engines yeah. all over the place. This is the car guy heaven right here. Yeah. I thought, you know, if I did up the garage real nice, so nice that I just want to be in it all the time, that would make me want to work on cars. Yeah. How's it going? No. no. <laughs> I just want to hang out here and do this stuff like this. You know, turn the TV on, get the grill going. The boys come over for some poker. Okay. And it's like, okay, ah, I'll do that radiator next week. Yeah, next want... thing you know, it's still leaking coolant. Yeah. Shit. It's like in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be under there doing this on the lift and coolant's going to run all the way down into my armpit. Oh, I don't want to do that. So it's, yeah. Shout out to the mechanics out there. Like, if you guys do that for a living, dude, for dude, no thanks. I like cars, but working on them sucks ass, dude. It's never, Uh especially in the Midwest, with everything getting seized up, Mm -hmm. locked up, and the weather. It's either hot as fuck in your garage, or it's cold as shit, Mm -hmm. and it's never in between. Like, it seems like every time we've ever worked on one of my cars, it's been the hottest recorded day in Wisconsin. (laughs) Bagging that thing was the most I have sweat in my entire life. I don't know. Crown Vip. I know, I mean, too, yeah. When we were doing that, it was like, anytime I've installed bags, it's just been hot as mm-hmm. fuck. I love the end result. I really do. But, man, has it just... I mean, the fifth time doing it, I'm just kind of... What is the point? Over it. Yeah. But, man, having a garage like this, I feel like it. Like you, you said, you it, feel, it, it would make you want I'm telling you, dude. People come over and they're like, you must get so much done. And I'm like, I do. Yeah. But I definitely need some encouragement from people. All right. I need I need a real question with a real answer. And I want you to be 100% honest. Okay. The last time you got an oil change, did you do it or did you go somewhere? I did it. Okay. I just wanted, over winter, wanted to see I will, <laughs> No, I will admit, over winter, the truck needed one. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, this garage was full of non-running cars, so <laughs> yeah. I was going to have to do it outside, and I'm like, I kept driving past quickly, but I'm like, ah, I'm just going to call them. I'm just going to call them, see how much it is. It's like pulling price. Yeah, so I called them, and they gave me the price, and I'm like, eh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I bring it in, and I'm just watching them do it the whole time, and they didn't know what they were doing. It just blows my mind. You know, oh, they God. Like, quick lube places. Oh, yeah. No. He's trying to sell me on everything, you know? He yes. Unplugs the diff. Oh, look in there. Oh, look at the fluid on this. You need a diff change. You need this. I'm like, dude, I know what to do here. I just don't want to do it. That's why you're like, doing it. It is 20 below. I don't know how. It's because yeah. I don't want to. It's uh, 20 below outside and I can't get in my garage. Just do the fucking oil change. Yeah. And you know, they're hillbilly with, you know, 
I shouldn't be talking because this truck is rusty. But they've got their F-250 yeah. rust bucket. They're like, dude, after this, we should line them up. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, God. dude. So, Jesus. Yeah, you get so them, then you just start doing the Get them aftermarket again. wheels on there. They just want to race you, huh? I guess. Jeez. Oh, that's why I just wanted to see what level you were at of I really yeah. don't want to fuck with this. If it was to the point on even doing oil changes or if you uh, still use it or not. I think but. it'd be a sin if I had a garage like this and people found out I brought something in for an oil change. <laughs> I know. So. That's why I wanted to expose yeah. you. And once the cameras turn off, you can tell me the truth. Yeah, but clip that one. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. There you go. Perfect. All right. Well, why don't we take a little bit of a break here? And when we come back. We're going to talk about Euro versus Japanese cars because you used to have a Japanese car. I did. And then you never went yeah. back. It was a great car, too. Well, so We'll see if it was. All right. <laughs> All right, Jake. So you have a lot of BMWs. What do you like so much about BMW that you just keep buying the same car over and over and over and over and over and over? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, would you get an Audi? Would you get something else? A Porsche? Or is it specifically? Oh, Oh, okay. I was wondering if it was just the N54. Dude, there's some It really is mostly, I will say. Because I get people asking me all the time, like, yo, my 7 Series, my 5 Series, my this, that. And I'm like, I don't know anything about that. I don't want (laughs) to know about that. I know about a very specific car, and I'm sticking to that. um, Anything with a 35 at the end. Yeah. N54, N55, and I know some stuff about some other cars, but these I just love. What The reason I fell in love with them was because back in the day, I had a Miata, a boosted yep. Miata, which I thought was pretty quick, and I saw a 135 on the highway just go, mm. and I'm like, what was that? <laughs> I went home, looked it up, ended up finding out it was a 1M, and continued reading about them to find out that everyone at the time, and this is like 2010. Sure. Um, 13 years ago, holy crap. People were just saying, you do a couple mods and they're just super fast. Mm-hmm. They, they respond to tunes really well. You can gain 100 horsepower just from putting a tuner Damn. on it. And I'm like, Damn. I need that. <laughs> and that's how it happened. <laughs> so huh? that's how it Literally happened. Literally seeing one go by. Yep. It's funny you say that because there was a time um, I was outside of work and I hear this fucking just insane turbo spool and just when it goes by yeah at the time i didn't know it, it was fucking jake oh, in his it? 135 really yeah going past and i was like that thing is fucking nuts <laughs> holy shit so it i guess they do have that effect but then uh after i see yours blow up and you never touch it again i didn't want one well anymore. at 750 horsepower <laughs> no. that'll happen and you yeah. beat that like i yeah. mean you were at the strip fucking using it uh-huh. and you gave me a ride in it and i shit myself and it it was a gnarly car i'm excited to see it come back i just i you don't want to experience any other platforms you want to try something else i don't even think about it really like i i'm wow, weird everyone else like, dreams about these other cars yeah. and i'm just like i need to fix what i got before i think about <laughs> I mean, other that shit is right now, you know fair. <laughs> that is fair i mean you know the n54 and stuff i know has been like the fucking holy grail of bmw engines for a while you know what about you know the old b58 uh, i've been wanting to experience that okay. for sure would you ever think about getting it what is it, like the two series that have like the they come in series? a couple different cars uh, z4 three series has got them okay um just like the m3 that same generation just the the f30 it's a 340i i know the supra's got them mm-hmm. um i actually wanted a supra when dakota was talking about buying when i was like yeah i really was considering <laughs> something like that but i didn't want to spend that kind of money at the time so so instead, you just disperse the money across yeah, yeah. a bunch got of cars. Five cars instead for one. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of just getting one, you can get five. Yeah. Smart. That is really smart. 
I agree. <laughs> no, the B-58's right? been, yeah, I'm crying a little bit just because you're talking so highly of the B-58. It just makes me really How happy. How do you like yours? I love it, dude. The car's been phenomenal for me. I We just drove it to Tennessee, drove it back. Things been, doesn't miss a beat, and it it's fun. It's the fastest car I've owned personally. Obviously, it's not very fast compared to, like, some of this stuff, but I've done an intake and exhaust, and that's it, and tuned on 93. And it and, woke it up, I bet. Oh, a ton. Yeah. And then not only that, but I've heard just going from what I have now to flex fuel. Oh, dude. It's a whole new animal. You're bringing me back, and then, too, with this car. Yeah, and then people do, like, the, I can't remember, it's, like, Pure 800 turbos, kind of like a hybrid turbo, and... Then that makes it <laughs> yeah. a whole new car. So it's like, I feel like there's so much potential and there's really not a lot you have to do to the car no. to wake them up or even mm-hmm. pull crazy numbers. I mean, flex feel on it with a downpipe and you're making 500 horse. Yeah. that That's insane. And when the prices come down, which they already are, um, you're finding them in the 40s now. They're an insane deal. You do yeah. a couple mods, you're getting 500 horsepower car, yeah. two door. Um, so I, I think it's a phenomenal platform and I think it's slept on by a lot of people just because of the huge stink about BMW partnering with yeah. Toyota. So mm-hmm. if that offends you, you're, you're just missing out honestly, because <laughs> it was a great partnership in my opinion. It's a phenomenal motor. Um, and it's opened my eyes to BMW more. And honestly, if I were to get rid of the super, I'd want something like the G80 platform yes, because dude. we got the opportunity to drive those. And I fell in love with that car so much. The new M3 M4s. Oh my God. That is my like favorite yep. car of all time. I, I love it. I BMW's love it. has been killing it with the M cars. Mm-hmm. They've been doing I mean, a the crazy G80, job. Yeah. The F80 and the F82 before that with yep. the M3 and M4. Yep. I mean, those are phenomenal cars. The generation before that, you know, the the V8 and the E90, mm-hmm. E92, it just sounds so good. I feel like the last couple M generations have been great, but I guess everyone has an opinion. Yeah. I forget the front grills get people going. Yeah. And I didn't I, like them at first, and then they grew on me a ton. Now I love it. Yeah, it's great because it, it seems like it's been a recurring thing. It's like BMW, they'll, they'll like drop the new generation or something. Every like the facelift year. And everyone's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? And then it's like three months go by, they're like, this car fucking yeah. slaps. That dude. was the F80. <laughs> like yeah. when that came out, yeah. they're going just ahead from that of the curve, body style. I, I think they are. From going from that body yep. style to then the F80, mm-hmm. everyone, myself included, I was like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> so boxy, so <laughs> sharp. Uh-huh. You know, it was just so aggressive looking. So, and then two years go by, and you're like, oh my god. So the new M2. Uh, do you, think, do you think that'll that change like the other one? No, because it's better. No, it's, it's growing on me now. Because <laughs> no, we get yeah. to drive the, the M240s. Yeah. So the M240 is It's different. a little dialed back. Yeah, It yeah. is a little bit different, but like I didn't think I would like those at all. And then driving them, seeing them in person and stuff, I was like, I kind of like So I am keeping extremely open mind with I, I them, too. I got to see them in person. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what did it for the G80 as well. Sure. Yep. Like same. I saw yeah. those in person down in Florida, a bunch of them modified, and I was like, wow. Yep. Yep. And they've come around, but that M2 though, that is one I know, I, but polarizing. That's what they, happens yeah. with every generation. We're like, oh, what the fuck? And then we're like, eh, I mean, I could. and then you end up really liking it. Yeah. I don't know how we'll they're see. able to design so far ahead of the curve. I, maybe it's just the the change is jarring at first, but then once you see a few around, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. it looks like now. I like it. So, I mean, coming back to like the GDM versus Euro stuff, yeah. kind of yeah. like I'm thinking about it right we're talking about like the like the 335s 135s all that sort of stuff we're talking about different engines b58 and 54 i'm starting to realize and you can correct me if i'm just completely forgetting one but like i feel like in the japanese market of things there hasn't been like a holy grail engine 
outside of like the 90s. Like a modern day? You're yeah, saying? yeah. Like, because, like, you know, when did the N54 hit the market? 2007. So, you know, outside of like, I guess you could argue like the VQ sort of. I wouldn't look at but that like, as a whole. You know, like, because yeah, people are still going to that. Yeah. First it's like, you know, yeah, the are, yeah. There's, there's not like that, oh, that new age. You know, dude, R thirty five GTRs. I mean, but that's a but again, different. Uh, no one's price like, no one can just go buy right. that. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a hundred thousand dollar engine. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it, absolutely. That's, that's so a good I think, point. I think that's you know one of the things that I think the Euro guys have going really well for them is you've got those engines yeah. that are proving themselves time and time again, and they're coming out with newer ones or coming out with newer versions of them. I think that's I like, can't I never really that. say that there's a new. You know, maybe the the new or not new, but like the one that's been dumping in like the Infinity and like the new Z, the twin turbo V six. I don't but even know. then it's just I, like I no one that. no one is holding <laughs> an engine in the JDM world like yeah. on a pedestal that hasn't been out since like nineteen ninety. Well it's because they're reusing engines yeah. essentially or slightly yeah. modifying them and changing them. And I tell you one thing, Subaru ain't that holy grail no, engine. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I was that got me thinking. Euro you know, BMW's got that N54, mm-hmm. those other engines. Audi's got whatever comes in, like the RS, mm-hmm. you know, the TTRS. A lot of those cars can be very fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Same thing with Mercedes. But then you start to look at the JDM market, and I feel like the Euro market's stacked with cars that can go very fast mm-hmm. in a straight line if you want to modify them. Right. But then JDM cars, I feel like, don't. Like, they're more driven for drifting yeah. or road course driving yeah. i don't know because even the new uh what is it this is how bad i am with jdm <laughs> <clears throat> what is it like a gr86 yeah that yes, it is? those it. things are sexy i like that they look great they're slow as sure fuck, you know, and the exactly. engines aren't good that's yeah. what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah it's like they make a beautiful car like that and i do love the car you look though. at it wrong and yeah. the engine's got and issues take a corner too tight and the rtv flies up into the oil pickup yeah, and you got that's no what's going anymore. on with them right now, and yeah. it's an NA four-cylinder boxer engine. Right. That's just what about the new <laughs> Nissan Z? How's that? Okay, so I've driven. I haven't had the chance to drive the Nissan Z yet, but I've been in one. I've taken a ride in one. I haven't driven one, but I drove like a 500 horsepower uh, Q60, which is the same engine that's yep. in the Z. Yep. I wasn't really about it, to be honest with you. It felt poochy and meh. Huh. It didn't really like throw you back. I don't know what it was about because it was making pretty good power. Right. Um, now, granted, it was a colder day that I drove it on, so maybe it just wasn't hooking up. Sure. But I don't know. It didn't feel good. I had no I desire like to drive that car again. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, I don't. And, we, and but that's what I'm hearing about the Z too. I'm trying to keep an open mind. So Alex actually picked one up recently. I don't know if we can say that. If not, cut it. If not, <laughs> cut it. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. Everyone that's gotten one has been like yeah it's all right it's a car yeah Yeah. and it's just not exciting yeah it's like i don't know again i think i think it's one of those cars that has like potential if you do stuff to it and like you drive it but like everyone that i've seen just hasn't done stuff to it or or they have done stuff to it and then they just let it sit but like you know, you know, I was, I got in that car i had to like move it down the fucking street or whatever and like i got out of it i'm like I don't know. Like even even just that was like didn't give you the warm fuzzy. No, like everything yeah. just felt like really basic, which isn't a bad thing because like you know it's a sports car, but it's like everything just kind of felt basic. Like it was just kind of weird. It felt a little dated. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the infotainment stuff is again, it's just kind of in there. Like I, 
nothing was like this is nice. Yeah, like I want you know? so, these. In your opinion, on the JDM side, who's killing it right now with new stuff? Toyota isn't isn't there? I would say because they have the GR Corolla, yeah. the GR eighty six, and, and then the Supra the and manual Prius Supra. That they're not oh yeah, if you've seen the new Prius, it's fucking sexy. <laughs> I hate to say that I, it looks really good. I mean, I guess that's yeah. what they need to do. The next yeah. break, I gotta show you a picture of this thing because okay. it looks fucking. And like, there's a companies coming out with like renders for the body kits that they're gonna be doing, dude. It looks fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was like Toyota went back and they were just like, yo, we haven't really made anything that cool in a minute. We should. Yeah. And then they just swept the floor. And I think they're truly killing it because they have a, I mean, the three-cylinder GR Corolla with 300 mm-hmm. horsepower. Yeah, that's and cool. You can get the, the track package, says carbon fiber roof and everything like yep. that. And they widen fenders yep. from the factory. Mm-hmm. And it's just a gnarly car. The GR86, I got the chance to drive a few of those love those cars they are so good even though it's slow as balls it is such a good driver's car it's kind of like the s2000 how i really like that car it feels like a driver's car and like you just want to go find curvy roads when you're in that car or maybe take it to an autocross and what i like about that car too is that you know coming from the first generation of it it was a solid improvement over the first generation and it was it didn't just seem like oh well here's just the it new wasn't one. just a facelift yeah, yeah it wasn't you know like they they put the fa24 in it they fixed the torque dip mm-hmm. it's snappy it's now snap like it and it still feels good like they updated the interior like that's a good car huh. honda i think is also doing a really good job because the last um type r the 10th gen type r yep. i still hear to this day that's people's favorite car ever that they've driven mm, wow. um and they've proven themselves on the track and then now the new type r is released the only thing is, is that no one can fucking get them That's, yeah that then i would say for most like jet like you look at the corolla you look at you know some of those like all like the hyped up cars clearly hype you just can't fucking get your hands on unless you're paying i think yeah, i think i saw something like the dealer like the the, like the, the, like, the top edition gr corolla i just saw something it was like someone got it it was like the first one in the states, or whatever, like the actual carbon package one. One was like seventy five thousand dollars <laughs> for a fucking Corolla. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna get hit by the old depreciation <laughs> yeah. pretty hard. But I mean, that person probably doesn't care. No, no they, they have the no. money to do it. Obviously, yeah, exactly. and this isn't something new. I remember when the tenth gen type bars, oh, people yeah. were paying that money for them initially. You know, yeah. it's it. I mean, I see a dip when they were in the thirties. You know, I would, I would love. A chance to get my hands on one of the new type bars yeah me too i, I, I think love that. i think that's gonna be a really good car um okay jake as a big euro car guy if you had to get a japanese car right now what would you get it could be old or new is there one that just like if you were forced to i'm holding a gun to your head right now <laughs> jake buy a japanese car um you've, i know you probably haven't thought about it because you've had no, the same I car haven't. for eight years but like, i'm trying to think what what are my options here uh you got Honda. So I Acura. guess where my mind's going is I love the handling of my Miata. Like yep. I've missed that since moving on from that. I mm-hmm. haven't found yep. that in another car. Mm-hmm. So if I had to, um, probably that new GR86, if it handles pretty well. Yeah. yeah. And then I'd rip that engine out and put an LS in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. And then it would destroy the handling yeah. because of no. the weight would be all yeah, over I feel K-swap like. it K-swap yeah that's See, that's the that reach there's sounds, the engine on a pedestal yeah I would that's say that, the that, holy yeah. grail everyone's K-swapping everything that's true that's okay. right now uh, don't uh, so, delete yeah. your comment <laughs> if you said gels you're a fucking idiot what about the K-series Honda yeah. engine I Engagement. forgot okay here it comes yeah, yeah. sorry oh, fuck. yeah I, I don't know probably on my door right there's now. probably more too that GR86 they're great looking 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. An S two thousand would be cool, but that's old. You know, they're old. Older, older. I'd want they something age nice. like fine line. So though. I feel like you can't find a nice one. Yeah. Oh well, I would okay. argue it because you can. The, half of them are old by the oldest fucking people you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. The old like community loves those. Yeah. You go to a retirement home, you probably find a couple yeah. S2Ks. Oh, in they're there. absolute fucking gems. Every time I see, it, I see a top down. I see that gray, silky hair Just waving swung. in the wind. I'm like, you son of a bitch! You don't even know what you have. Yeah, <laughs> give that to My me. My car's worth how much? <laughs> I bought this for like five grand. <laughs> I'd probably buy a domestic car before a JDM car. Wow. Damn. Well, okay, what so, would that be? Dude, I hate to say it, but I've been loving what Dodge has been doing with a lot of stuff. That, you know, that's okay. That's Dodge. Like, like, what? Yeah, just... Like, what? They're putting so much power in anything <laughs> they make these days. Yeah. Like, Trackhawk. And you know, weight. Hellcat. And weight. Yeah. <laughs> so it all levels out and feels like it doesn't move at all. I, yeah, okay. I'm talking you to can wrong like guys Dodge. here. No, you can like that. I, well, I got the opportunity. We've discussed this. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but I got the opportunity to drive a Challenger SRT8 on the track, and I hated mm-hmm. every minute of it. It was terrible. It was rough. It was not Was good. the track anything but a straight line? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's probably why. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so I, I I don't, don't even don't, think though in a straight line I would have been impressed. Well, you need so aftermarket funny. mods. Okay. All yeah. Right, all right. I, it was just I know right. we probably talked uh, what about, about like this. a what about like a Blackwing though? Ooh. A what? A Cadillac Blackwing? You heard I've those? heard about those. Those are sick. That's like is that the SUV thing or no, is that the? No, they're a sedan. Yeah. Oh. They're newer. Maybe I don't know what that they is. look. Really good too. Hmm. Yeah, they like kind of flew out. Supercharged. They kind of flew under the radar when they came flew out because it's black. Yeah, because it's black. Good work, Joe. Keep it up. But they still got hit with the the price yeah they're expensive they're pretty expensive but if i was going to go domestic i think that's more the route i would go personally Mm -hmm. i'll have to check those out i used to want a ctsv yeah like a wagon ctsv oh dude that that's a holy grail for car enthusiasts yeah seeing a couple of those out in the wild it's like (laughs) seeing a unicorn every single time you can't help but be excited especially when you hear them start up and just that crazy v8 sound yeah fucking hearse of a wagon <laughs> it's so good there's like that one video on youtube i don't know if you guys have seen it the guy like slaps a christmas tree on top of it and oh yeah, yeah drifting it and doing a burnout and it's so gnarly that made me want one really bad okay but what is it about japanese cars that you hate so much dude you're like i'll i'll get a fucking domestic before you see me driving that japanese rice box I don't know. It's not that I hate them, but I guess if you just look at the facts objectively, it sure appears that I hate them. It's, JDM sucks. The thing oh, is, Jake, Jake likes fast cars. JDM yeah, with not fast. More horsepower. JDM slow. Well, I'd say JDM for the most this. part. I no, I've seen fast yeah. JDM cars. Yeah, it takes quite a takes. I feel like it might take more to get it to like you know something like that. Well, that took a lot. Of I was gonna say, I mean, yeah. Jake's but a lot I will in. say, you, got lifting, you buy. This is for all of you on the cameras. You buy a three thirty-five. You put like five hundred bucks into that baby. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna be dusting any JDM car you come across, baby. Ah, there oh, it is. Wow. All right. But if speed's not your thing, and you know, three honks and just <laughs> I did ride a some, Grom here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're JDM to the core. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. had a Grom. That's probably you the last JDM. Have, I had yeah. two Groms. Yeah, there you go. Slowest things ever. Yeah. You don't even have to stick the $500 in. You can just pull up with a stock fucking 325 and probably smoke anything I got, to be completely fair. <laughs> well, I'll never forget what you told me. <laughs> I'll never forget because I'll, I talk to my therapist about I'll, it every week. <laughs> oh, my God. 
When we when, told Jake that Jowls has never owned a boosted oh. car, I've never seen well, Jake laugh so So, hard. yeah, that was, like, the first thing. I'm like, oh, this poor guy. He and then he told know. me, my 328 is the fastest thing. I, I just about <laughs> died at that point. It wasn't like that. You're like... Like, what is the fastest car you own? I thought about it. I'm like, honestly, it's probably, like, it probably, unfortunately, has to be a 328. Jake's like, I mean, for real. We're we're in a restaurant. Like, calm down, calm down. I felt so bad, but my natural reaction was, no, it's you know, the fastest car you own is a 328. I mean, Jels, you got it. I understand. I have a problem. Like you said, he's not doing the straight line stuff. He's drifting and doing that, so you don't need the speed. I mean, if he had the speed, I don't know. Yeah. Let's put a turbo on that 328. Okay. Let's N54 <laughs> swap it. Yeah, I was going to I'll snake one of these and just yeah, do my best stuff. You want to trade here? cars for the week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I thought I was just going to maybe leave mine here and you take won't the other one. Yeah, and just see how long it takes you for, to notice. Ooh, sure. They all kind of look the same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, I'll take that one. And then I'll park mine there, and it'll be covered in dust. You don't even. If know you leave yours here long enough, it'll eventually get it'll some mods, and yeah. it'll start being fast. Ah <laughs> like, oh, shit! I got to do oh, this one now. Where did I buy this car one? fast? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good YouTube series that yeah. because I get Is a ton even of people like Gels who message me. <laughs> I have a 128. I have a 328. What can I do? I watch your videos. I want 700 horsepower too, and I'm like, sell it yeah. and buy a 335 yeah. Yeah. every oh, sorry, time. Gels. Intake exhaust will get you a whopping five horsepower. Yep, NA life. I don't know. But you, you bought it as a daily. You didn't buy it as right. like yeah. a, I'm yeah. going to go to the strip and yeah. to daily drive. It's got all the luxuries you would need, and it's pretty reliable. Yeah, it's better than any Japanese car that's out there. That's for sure. <laughs> Fuck those things, am I right? <sighs> We've, we should have some type of like chart where we can write pros and cons <laughs> for Euro, <laughs> GDM, domestic... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I. The thing is, as I get older, I find myself gravitating more towards zero cars, mm. and it just keeps happening. It just keeps happening. And I think I'm, I'm almost the age where I'm starting to get excited about Porsches. I think no, there's a certain stop. age you hit. <laughs> have you driven one? I've, uh, yeah. I well, I mean, I drove the old uh, 911 okay. Turbo, and that thing was dude. Drive a GT3 cool. RS. I've, I've just ridden once. in a GT3 RS and. Oh, I got the, that's what did it for me. Yeah, it is. I can't imagine driving it because you got to feel so connected. I mean, that's a street legal race car. Yeah, so it's got to be insane. There's one of them Blackhawks. There's just a dust. van with Blackhawk heating and cool people listening. Yeah. It was a really funny joke, but you know, you guys will get damn it. So Fuck. yeah, I mean, I had a buddy that had a GT3 RS and threw me the keys one day, and that he was happens. riding shoddy, and <laughs> I'd never driven one, and it's. Got the paddle shifters, yep. and mm-hmm. he's like, just rev it out all the way. And I was like, okay, you don't have to tell Damn. me twice. I was, <laughs> I was like, I need this. How much was this? He told me, <laughs> I'm like, like oh, okay, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'll peasantly walk back yeah. to my F80. You know, I'm thinking with my F80 M3, it's a good looking car. Yeah. You know, people see that and they're like, wow, that's a nice car. And I think he, that. he looks at me, he's like, so is that like your nice car? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, he hit you. Yeah, with I the- mean, I paid thirty seven for it. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." It's like a daily driver <laughs> then, or what? yeah. So. Is that your winter car? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's your fun car? <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. No, I really like 
like GT3 RSs. I'm not quite there yet. I'm not infatuated with yeah. them, but I th- I could see it happening. I don't know. Something's happening as I get older. Like the Mural cars. I would totally get into like an Audi or something too. Jake don't seem to like that Audi. I stuff. just have never tried. Okay. And I guess that goes for JDM. I've never tried. Well, when I grew up, yeah. you want to know what I, I wanted the most? Ford Focus. <laughs> this was during Ford Focus time. Oh, no. okay. I had my Focus, and I'm like, man, I could really go for one of these. I wanted a Honda Civic EX, oh, you know, man. like the two-door coupe. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I don't even know what years I can't are. see you driving one of those, but yeah, I can. Need for Speed. Yeah. I was so on the like early on that 2000s, thing. Yeah, yeah that's what I wanted. That's what you I wanted. You should do that. You should do that. I drove Sean's uh, Integra thing. Yeah, did that you thing, like that? I did like that okay. a lot. Okay. He's getting, he's coming around. I think that's, that's that's the one of these cars you can buy like three Hondas. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You can have like eight cars all around. It's probably here. best I don't do. That. <laughs> you want to talk about bang for your yeah, buck? Why don't, yeah. why don't we switch it up for one year? You get rid of all BMWs and replace them with all Hondas. I don't think I'm capable of that. I'd feel like April Fools. Right. This place could be Honda Street. Dude. <laughs> My followers would go nuts. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to start like a new channel. Change uh-huh. your name. My identity yeah. is BMW. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm locked I'm for sitting life. Sitting on the Bimmer Street right now. Yeah. All right, Honda Street could be coming up. All right. Well, in this next segment, I think what we're going to talk a little bit is we all used to work together. If you didn't know that, so I want to talk a little bit about content creation for work and then content creation for personal because i think a lot of people think like oh it'd be my dream job just to like mm-hmm. make videos all day and i think there's definitely a million pros to it but there's also a lot of cons that can come with it so i want to talk a little bit about that so let's take a break and we'll get into that all right we're back and if you didn't know we used to work together and make content together uh-huh. videos and stuff for businesses and whatnot and i want to talk a little bit about that what do you think it's like like, what advice do you have for someone that wants to make a career out of doing content or marketing or social media marketing? Um, and I think a, a lot of people want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not what it seems. No, it, it is quite. and it isn't. Like, like I said, there's a lot of benefits to it, but there's a lot of hardships that come with it, too. And it is draining. <clears throat> yeah. 100%. I would say... Doing it as a hobby, doing it for fun, posting on socials, maybe making videos of stuff you're passionate about doing and just want to share with the world, like start there. And if you can find ways to monetize that, I mean, there's a million ways to monetize content. Mm -hmm. I think if you put out valuable stuff that people either learn from or find funny, there's something there. But it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah, absolutely. I think doing it as a job too, because it's like, now, when I want to make a video, I make a video. Right. If I don't want to, I, I don't do a video that yeah. week. But once you're like, you have to make you're a, video. You're, you're a on slave schedule. to your audience. Yeah. If yeah. you don't upload, they're commenting, they're DMing you. <laughs> like, hey, you good? You're not making money. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets it gets tough. Um, but there is a lot of good things that come <clears throat> with it. Like, I've gotten so many crazy opportunities because mm-hmm. of content that I think it's totally worth it. I just think you you just can't hop into it full time right away with no plan or anything and not knowing what to expect. Yeah. yeah. And don't let it, don't let it like beat you up either. Cause it's, it's yeah. so easy to just be like, yeah, I didn't upload last week. I'm such a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> well, like and then I'm I, never going to do this again. I think like, the, you know, it's the worst part of it is comparing. 
Because yeah. no matter yeah. what you're position you're at, you will compare yourself to someone that's doing it better. Because yeah. there yeah. is always 100%. someone that's better. No matter if you are at the top number one place at YouTube or the bottom, there is mm-hmm. someone that you can compare yourself to that's probably doing something better. And I think that's the killer of it, really. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter, too, if it's like you're doing it for business or personal um, there's there's businesses out there that are killing it on YouTube, and there's people that are doing it for their personal stuff, and they're killing it. So like you you genuinely just have to make the content for you. You have to be enjoying yeah. it because if you're not enjoying if you're it, not you're not gonna... passionate about what you're making. It's gonna feel like a job for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just a weird one. I think a lot of people, especially young people these days, you know, I go and talk to nieces and nephews, and they're like, "You're a YouTuber? Like yeah. that's your job? And I want to be a YouTuber." <laughs> and it's like, no, no, it's, it's like, a trap. No, <laughs> yeah. I think it can be good, but I would say it goes with any business. You don't just quit one day and decide, yeah. I'm going to open up a restaurant. You right. know, <laughs> it, I think it goes the same way where you got to start doing it on the side. I'm yeah. a firm believer that any business out there, you should start to do as a passion. You should slowly do it after hours on the weekends. And if it proves itself and you've got demand or it's working, you're seeing the results, continue to do more and more until you physically cannot do it and you have to pick between my nine to five or I'm going to keep watering this thing after hours. And once you got enough traction, you got to leave one or the other and that's when you double down. But I would hope at that point, if you're making content, um, you've got enough going that you're making money already in one way or another through merch or through advertisement deals, through AdSense, through affiliate marketing. I mean, there's a billion ways to do it, but at least start, there and once it gets to the point where like oh i'm making enough i've got demand everything's growing i should really jump i would say that's when yeah absolutely so when you started making youtube videos did you have the idea of turning it into a business or were you making it just to upload not at all i was just not trying to make any money (laughs) i was a i was a forum guy i'm sure you guys are familiar with forums before facebook groups put death to forums, but, uh, I used to be cruising the forums. That's how I learned a lot about cars, wrenching on cars, like Mm -hmm. what mods, how do I install this stuff? Mm -hmm. How do I do this stuff All on forums? And I had the awesome build thread going on on forums. (laughs) And, uh, that's with this car. I started racing at a half mile events, put a GoPro out there and just filmed all my races, Mm -hmm. got home, spent like a week editing those clips (laughs) and I put it all into one video and I uploaded it to YouTube just so that I could copy the link and paste it in my build thread and be like, Hey guys, check out my videos. (laughs) So, you know, weeks went by and that video started just getting a ton of views. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I checked and I'm like, Holy crap, it's at, you know, 30,000. And you know, this is, 10 years ago when right you know million views today is like yeah. oh i seen a video yeah. on tiktok with a million views well back mm-hmm. then you get 20k on a youtube video like, holy shit deal. holy yeah. shit yeah. my you whole town knows about this yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like so i'm i'm seeing 20k <laughs> views and then it's at 30 50 gets mm-hmm. to 100k views and i'm like wow and you know i'm sharing this with all my friends They're like that's crazy yeah yeah so I turned AdSense on at the time. The the you could just do that. The requirements yeah. <laughs> were very low. Yeah. Um, I think anyone could sign up, so mm-hmm. I turned that on. And at this point, you know, months go by, and I'm making like ten bucks a month. Maybe. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Hell yeah, yeah. I'm making money. <laughs> <Hashtag> influencer. <laughs> so paid yeah. for one pass. <laughs> I would essentially just dump videos on YouTube just so I could reshare them on the forum, so sure. people there could see them. So that's what you started off with doing was just like kind of like going to the track. Posting your runs and stuff yeah. like that. 
racing videos. So when, when did, uh, you know, like working on the car and like getting in front of the camera, when did that all start? So that was a pivotal moment in the channel. Yeah. <laughs> it used to just be street races and half mile races, quarter mile races. Yep. You could watch that. That's what I'm doing. Then I get an email from YouTube one day say, hey, we're changing the requirements for monetization now. You have to have at least a thousand subscribers yeah. and mm. blah, blah, blah. Yep. They changed um, so what were you at this? What were you I at had like 300 or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I had the views and the watch time, right. but no one was subscribing. Gotcha. So I was like, man, if I don't do this, YouTube says you're no longer going to get ad revenue. Mm-hmm. And I'm making $100 a year on YouTube. I'm like, I ain't ready to give <laughs> this up. That, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm watching channels like Cletus at the time. And I'm like, ah, maybe I should just do a push and try to like see if I can get 1,000 subscribers. Sure. Mm-hmm. So then one day, PayPal credit came through Clutch, bought a single turbo kit on PayPal credit. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, six months financing or whatever, mm-hmm. and I decided I'm gonna be a YouTuber and try to <laughs> grow my so my first video. Sure. You guys got to go watch your first videos <laughs> I, too. Oh, no. oh, it holds like, you immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I look stoned. I'm like, what's up, you guys? Oh, yeah. This is a different type of video, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's trying to be like funny, like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. It was painful. So I put this video out and like the few people that had subbed to the channel watched it and they're like, what is this? Like this ain't, so, this ain't racing. This ain't racing. And I shared that out to the forums and like he's getting too big now. I can't follow yeah. this anymore. Yeah. But I kind of had like a following, I will say on the forums just because I provided a lot of value there. I had sure. already been wrenching and I just take pictures along the way mm-hmm. and say, Hey, here's the steps to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'd post a thread on that. So, cause that was like the shit back yeah. then. Like that was like, we're, well, yeah, that that's was the, the source of truth. That, like, yeah. That saved it. So exact, you could do it. So yeah. people thought of me that way and they yeah. messaged huh. me and be like, dude, I've, I've been following you on the forums. You're the reason I could do this, blah, blah. So once I said, Hey, I started a YouTube channel on, instead of putting pictures and build threads, I'm going to be posting these videos here. Mm-hmm. If you want to see this stuff, you're going to have to subscribe. Then I started growing that from sure. there, and then I ended up hitting a thousand subscribers. How long did that take? Honestly, I think it was maybe a month. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty good. Grew pretty quick. But that's because people on the forums knew the car and the build thread, right? And they're you like, "Oh, this is a new thing." At shovel the time, them over to you that. Know, you know. Ten years ago, yeah. or whatever it was, probably not ten. YouTube was <clears throat> coming up, and people were watching. Yeah, like, I TJ think it, Hunt and right. Adam LZ, so they're like, "Oh, I can really do this." Mm-hmm. So. Damn, that's all that started and then instagram at the same time i had like 500 followers grew that up to like a thousand and here we are now it's you guys all have successful channels you're working with successful people social media is never what i thought it would be you know no it's and, and within like the last couple of years it's made such a switch so yeah, i'm been, sure it'll change again oh yeah 100 always gotta be on your toes tiktok really change things up i feel that's like. what i'm yeah. wondering like the next generation of car enthusiasts that are making content are they even going to do youtube or is it just going to be like tiktok and reels or it's just tough. youtube shorts because it's like, like are you know, youtube channels going to be dying out a little bit it's weird just because on there i mean we talk about all the time it's like man i spent a whole week producing filming editing working on the car and I got a thousand views, dude. <laughs> that's how I've been. Or feeling. I can make some stupid fucking joke on TikTok, and it got two million and you in filmed it two in hours, thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's where it gets really tough. So it's like, obviously, you know, from an outside perspective, it's like, 
I would just fucking do TikTok and Instagram reels. Like, you look at the views you get, look at the followers you get. It's like, I still feel like, and this could just be, you know, the old mentality of what we grew up with that there will still be a place for the longer form content of that stuff. Yeah. I think there has to be. There has to right. be. I just don't know what that will look yeah. like. I think because these days everyone's on their phone 24-7. Right. So it's so easy to so, like, oh, I'm going to hop yeah, on for you're not gonna watch a, a minute YouTube video, and a half. But you, you know, know, if you hop on Instagram, you're going to have some dopamine hits for a couple of seconds. Yeah. So I think people at the end of the day when they're ready to relax, at least that's how I am. I want to turn on YouTube right. or Netflix yeah, or same. watch a movie. Yeah, so it's your choice. You know, During the day while you're out and about, you're watching TikTok and yep. Instagram or scrolling through Facebook. But when I get home and I'm ready to relax, I'll throw on a YouTube video or a movie or whatever. Right. I think there's still going to be a place for that. At least I hope because if we just turn into like a 30-second society, yeah. I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> that's well, hopefully... YouTube keeps going. Yeah. Because I, I just enjoy the, the content creation. I love making a full yeah. video, like a 10, 12-minute video. It's satisfying to me. Uh, and you can... I, I Well, I mean, you can with TikToks and Reels, too. But, like, I, I don't know. It's it, different. It's different. Right. It's definitely different. You're really taking a I'm glad shot in the dark with it. It changed because when TikTok first came out, for whatever reason, it seemed like it really hated... When you use like high quality, like if you're using a Sony camera yeah. or something like that, it's like, like if it wasn't it filmed in the cell app, phone, yeah, footage, know. and everything kind of looked like shit. Now it seems like like if I film something with my camera, it'll perform the exact same as if I yeah, do something come, with my. It all comes down to the layout of the video, like what's being said, how it's being said, yeah, audio. what's being pre- audio is fucking yeah, huge. audio is massive on TikTok. If you you can make a banger mics. video. <laughs> And if you didn't use a trend in sound, it could just shit the bed completely. Yeah. Or I, I don't know. I've had it definitely takes longer for them to get found if you don't use an audio. Yeah. An audio can make a stupid video fucking mm-hmm. yeah take off like crazy. So that, that's wild. Jake, what would you say to uh, an up and coming content creator in the car space? And if they what what would be like a couple tips that you'd give them for making content? I would just say do it. Just start. You know, a lot of people, I would say the beginner is just posting like carousel photos on Instagram. Like, yeah. That's like what I do. All right. I take mm-hmm. pictures of my car yeah. or whatever my hobby is. And I share some things here and there. I would say taking that to the next step and making just some videos about stuff that you think you could share your knowledge with someone. Like mm-hmm. if you know something, like put that in video form, share that. Or if you think you can make someone laugh, like those are the two things yeah. like providing yeah, 100%. knowledge education or the, the, entertainment your consumer the person that's watching needs to get some type of some value, value from their video yes. and out of their time yeah yeah you're, yeah, you're taking i would time. say don't overthink it if you're right. just starting like oh, if yeah, you're 100%. like oh i got this idea for video if do you it. had that idea just do it mm-hmm. if it doesn't work oh well yeah you have <laughs> nothing to thing. lose yeah I, i've heard it before don't be afraid to fail just yeah. post it because yeah. that is that is you know the on the opposite side of the coin you know talking about like oh i spent a week on this video got a thousand views but 30 seconds on this tiktok you know it's like okay well if your tiktok or reel doesn't perform you're shit out of luck 30 yeah. seconds of your life like yeah oh well you know so i think I mean, one it, thing- is a, it is a good experimental ground i feel like to mm-hmm. either find like your audience or like find your voice or like find like your style. I feel like that is such a great place. And I've even done it to like experiment with, you know, the content that I would eventually turn into longer form content. Cause yeah. people are like, man, I really fuck with this. I wish there was more. I wish there was longer. I wish there were, I could just watch this all day. It's like, okay, well you can, you can go watch this 10 minute video that I did on there. Like sick. 
mm-hmm. gained a subscriber on YouTube. Yeah. So it's like, and I would say don't get caught up in the numbers. Like it's easy, yeah, myself yeah. included. Like once you got a couple viral videos, yeah. you get one that does 20K and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, dude, five years ago, like I said, YouTube, I was ecstatic yeah. when I hit 20K. Mm-hmm. Views are not a direct... Uh, don't have a correlation to no. how good a video is. Especially on the short form stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, you could get a couple million views on a video. You know, it's like, I've, I've had videos with, that have only gotten like, let's say like 50K mm-hmm. and have gotten more of like good comments and an actual follower growth from yeah. that 50,000 views than a stupid joke I made that had like 2 million views. You know, you don't see, it's like people are like, ha, that was funny, I like it, and it gets shared around, but they were like, like I'll never remember that person, yeah. or like, I don't fuck with that content, it was just funny what he said or yeah. what he did. And so. I think it's important that we distinct or differentiate, I think we're all kind of talking about it in a way where our ulterior motive, or at least mine is, is to make some money off it. Like yeah. right yeah. now I'm a full-time content creator. Mm-hmm. So you have to make some money off yeah. So as much as I may want to do a certain video, if I'm like, well, I have no way to really get any money out of that, then I may not do it. I think we think of things a little bit differently. Sure. And I don't know if you guys think that way, but I would almost love to go back to the days where it's like, I don't have this ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. I just want to post when I want to post, what I want to post, yeah. how I want to post it. But now that, you know, I've got this thing in the back of my head and that's kind of what you were saying of like posting for a company or doing content for a company versus Mm -hmm. for a personal, there's always that ulterior motive. And for a company, you know, sales are what pays the employees. So I get that. Um, But man, it's a lot different if you decide I want to do this full time. You're really... I think what it is is it's it's like the pressure of the whole situation. It's like, you know, when when you do make that switch, like this is what I do now and it's like, you know, it's if the video doesn't do well, like say like you spend a week and this is all you do filming any video and it doesn't perform, it's like, well shit. It's your life. Yeah. It's like <laughs> maybe if the idea was better or if the location was better the title or was if different, the title the was you know, it's different. like then it's like then I wouldn't, you know, have to be worried about it. Where in the past, it's like, well, no, I got my full time job that's paying the bills. Exactly. I just wanted to do this. That's how I grew my channel at yeah. first, and that's yeah. how I'd recommend you do it. You yeah, know, so you got it's your a, nine to five, paying forty yeah. k a year, whatever it is, fifty k a year, and at you know night and on the weekends, you're uploading videos, and right. eventually you get that to twenty k or whatever. But I don't know, it's just different. And I'm trying to now. I'm at this point where it's like I'm thirty one years old, and I'm my own boss, but do I see myself as a YouTuber or content creator when I'm 40, when I'm 50? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do what, do you guys think about that? Or is that just yeah, me? I, I'm like, not to. I, I think about it, but I don't know. I'm not overly worried about it because no. I've seen people that age that still have successful channels and stuff if you wanted to do that. But also I'm a very in the moment person. I don't plan too far ahead on things. Um, but I, I mean, it's valid, but we haven't been around to experience it enough because YouTube's only been around. I mean, when was fucking yeah. YouTube really started? Like 10 years ago, I would yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people yeah. have now made this Doesn't careers mean. and will be interesting to see. But do you how watch like a 50 year old on YouTube? I, I don't know about 50, but definitely but people would, in their 40s. I've I seen like say, Good Mythical Morning and yeah. stuff like that. Like I, I watch them like, guys, they're older. Okay. They're up there you have like those, like, I would call them almost like first generation YouTubers. What about Scotty Kilmer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's the last okay. time you've talked yeah. to him? <laughs> oh my God. We don't got to get into that. That's a separate day. There's a there's a lot to be said about that man and that channel. 
Um, no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you look at like what I consider like the first generation YouTubers and stuff like that, the people who, like f- like were really blowing up like when mm-hmm. it was really big. And it's like seeing what they're doing now, it gives me hope because you got like some of those guys like. Um, you know, there's like, they've really calmed down on the content. They're just like, you know, I'll make a video when I want to, because yeah. like they've, they've set themselves yeah. up. Again. So it's like, I know it is possible, you know? And then, then I think it, it could be even better because you know, that we have the short form stuff like TikTok and Instagram. That's also paying. That wasn't the thing back in the day. Yeah. I mean, shit, some of those guys were only getting paid through brand deals and stuff like YouTube wasn't even paying mm-hmm. them back then. Like that was not even a thing. So it's like, I have, I have faith. There'll be something, yeah. Who knows if YouTube will even be around yeah. under 50. It might be another platform. But I, I don't think age can affect your no. content. I think you can find an audience for anything. And it, it's too tough to say no because things are going to be so different. When we're 50, are we going to be watching other 50-year-olds? Because like YouTube, for <laughs> me, has replaced TV. I don't really yeah, watch yeah, TV. Yeah. I yep. watch YouTube. And then, I mean, maybe there's some TV shows like football or sports or something that I'll watch. Football. But otherwise, I, I watch a lot of youtube myself and like i don't see myself being 50 and watch a bunch of like 20 year olds running no. around fucking blowing up their cars like, and stuff probably won't i don't do know that, if but it's gonna be 20 year olds watching me as a 50 year old 50 year olds <laughs> watching me as a 50 year old or 80 year olds yeah, watching the young i guess i'm just i guess i'm overthinking you YouTube it kids i'm thinking you have like youtube I think fucking you can, elders as long as the content is good i, I don't i truly don't get think somebody to watch it age yeah. is yeah I, I think it just your demographic changes, but your audience can kind of grow with you. I think it's like music too. You know, it's like music can be for any age. So can video creation, yeah. but you might have to be more creative or change up what you're doing, but it, it'll have to be different. But I don't, I don't worry about it. I don't think you hit an age. It's like, Oh, you gotta stop YouTube. You're too old. Yeah. You're too old. Yeah. I you're it. done. I think when uh AARP comes up with like a YouTube premium, like <laughs> yeah. bonus for their fucking program, that's when we'll know. I'll sign up for YouTube's it. YouTube's got a retirement plan. <laughs> yeah, YouTube should get a retirement plan. That's the oh, yeah. shit that make me nervous. So yeah. <laughs> for real. I guess from you guys, where do you think someone starting out with content can start making some money? Do you have Ooh, like if okay, you were to so, start out and you're like, I wanna make some money on social media what would you do? Where are you getting paid? How are you getting paid? hundred percent doing like reels and TikToks. But how do you get paid from that? From brands. Brand Dude, there's so many brands out there that want to work with like user generated content and like affiliate stuff is so fucking huge right now. Like coming from brands but and like things like that. Let me clarify. Cause this is a dangerous yeah. hole we're yeah. sleeping into here is I'm already talking to someone that has content that's established and now they're just wondering how to monetize it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think you should start right out the gates going for money. Like if you just yeah. have a Instagram page, you have like a hundred followers or you just are yeah. TikTok and you have 50 followers. Sure. Don't be trying I think to fucking that make is the money. Key. Um, Sorry, maybe I you need to build, you yeah. need to build an audience for, no, I just want to clarify yeah. before we start talking yeah. about, cause I don't want people to think like, Oh, I can go get a bunch of money. No, yeah, I'm no, going to no, go no, email no, brands no. now. No. I have 50 followers. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Do no. not do that. <laughs> that so so the nail on the head. Yeah. I think he's talking about, all right, I haven't established, but, you know, yes, I yeah. established something here. What do I do? And I think and, you're just saying, Hey, don't come out swinging <laughs> saying, where's my revenue brand? TikTok is this holy grail of money that comes in. It's really not. It's no, I think over the course of two years, I've been paid like 50 bucks. Being paid from the app itself. It doesn't pay for shit. A million view videos gonna get you like 20 bucks on TikTok. but where the money comes in and what you were getting at is the brand deals. They reach out and they want you to review their product. But don't, sell your fucking soul for the love of god like yeah. if it make sure it's a brand you fuck with and if yeah, it's a if piece it of shit sense. don't go peddling it because then it's you know it's just it gets really weird and it's really hairy but if it's like 
a brand that you fuck with and like you follow and you'd be like really happy to like promote their product and they're willing to give you a couple hundred bucks on top of it. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. the good stuff. I think moral of the story is stay true to what you're passionate about then and just create content out yeah. the gate. That's I think what we've all done. You, yeah. you guys have created mm-hmm. your own space just out of what you're passionate about and you got people to follow you based on enjoying yeah. that. And then from there, the sky's the limit. And I think if you don't want to like go into brand deals and you're, you're worried about like making ads for shit, maybe you're not totally into and stuff. You don't have to do that either. I mean, apparel is a really good Huge. way to do it. I haven't done it myself. I've done it for other businesses um, and done that. And mm-hmm. I know Jake, you've done a lot of apparel and stuff. Like I think yeah. you even have a press, right? Like yeah, to make yeah. apparel and I stuff. I don't do that anymore. I no, do a lot of print on demand. So it's okay. all like hands off, but that's another good yeah. way to order comes in. Some guy prints it, ships it right to the customer, nice. and I get, you know, the, the difference. And so. then there's affiliate links, yep. too, yep. which can be big if you do it right. I know you did yeah. a lot of that, too, with your blogs and stuff like that. Yeah. So I guess here's the lowdown. Mm-hmm. If you waited till the end of the video and you're yeah, curious, you like, goods. how to make money, then this you is, this deserve is the it. <laughs> um, but I guess I have, like, three pillars, and that goes okay. with anything. You kind of want to diversify your income. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's ad revenue from the platform. That's YouTube ad revenue, which goes, is usually mm, yeah, it's all right. yeah, pays better than TikTok from what I hear. Yeah, yes. YouTube does. Yeah, um, Instagram doesn't really offer that anymore. Mm-hmm. The second Rip. pillar is merchandise. Yep, you can sell anything. Doesn't need to just be T-shirts. Make some cool ass shit. Yeah, sell it um, to the people who support you as long as you provide a good product. And then the third thing is affiliate links. So mm-hmm. in my videos, if I'm installing a certain part or using certain tools or whatever, I'll link it down in the description or on my blogs that rank well on Google. And then when they click that link and buy, you get five to 10%. So those three things for me have been what worked. I know for other people, they do other things, but um, I think it's a good place to start. Like if you do, you follow those those three three pillars and you just start something with those, it can bring in a few extra hundred bucks a month. Especially like you were talking like, I mean, shit, even this shirt, for instance, you you know, that was like the, the, the print on demand thing. It was like, yeah, you don't make as much money out of it, but it was something, you know, it's like, you don't have to, we're all wearing wearing shirts. (laughs) We We must be a pretty big deal. Yeah, (laughs) Maybe, Maybe it's not about the clothes we made, but the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> You've been waiting so long to drop that shit. I know you have. I'm sorry. All right. Well, Jake, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. It's good connecting. And where can everyone follow you at for your stuff? Just type in my name, Jake Spence. That's easy. On TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram? TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, everywhere. Sheesh. I'm so proud of you for getting on TikTok. But for real, Jake yeah. has some gnarly builds going on with his BMW, so make sure you follow him and check out his content. And if you want to add your build, because you have a gnarly build going on, check it out at martiniworks.com. Get the build thread going on on there. Jules, thanks for being here, too. Yeah. I mean, Alex ain't here, that motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, I'm in Paris. Ooh, I'm going to go to Europe. <laughs> go Europe. Like what is he move. doing out there? Do whatever yeah, he wants. Yeah, he just no. does whatever he wants. I think he's going to Le Mans watching that Chevy Camaro shit on the LMP cars or whatever's <laughs> going on. All right. We got to clean up all these wires and cords in this nice garage. All right. Bye. <laughs>